Welcome to Open Banking Expo Unplugged, bringing you the brightest minds in open banking, open finance and beyond. Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Banking Expo Unplugged with me, Ellie Duncan, Head of Content at Open Banking Expo. And I'll be your host for the next sort of 30 minutes or so. In today's episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Andrea Tusino, Director of Partelaya Consulting, a consulting company based in France, which specializes in payments. Andrea herself is an expert in the field of payments and open banking. Andrea, it's great to have you with us. Thank you for joining me today. So I want to start by asking you about the open banking white paper that you published just a few months ago. Can you explain uh, for anyone that hasn't uh, read it what the focus of that white paper is and what prompted you to conduct this research? Yes, of course. Thank you, Ellie, for your invitation and thank you for this question. So uh, as a consulting company specialized in uh, payments and innovative financial services, Partelia Consulting realizes each year a white paper about payments. This year, we choose the topic of open banking because of several factors. So first of all, the regulatory framework and the fact that open banking is in Europe one of the main topics linked with PSD2. Then the situation of Europe of payments these last years that brings some key questions about the place and the impact of open banking in this moving context. And finally, at a more national level, the evolution of open banking debates here in France from a pure regulatory and compliance vision to a real strategic issue. So this reality reinforced the necessity to analyze the opportunities of this evolution for our French payments market. Concerning your question about the focus of uh, this white paper, the idea is to analyze open banking as a regulatory and technical issue and also as a real new step for Europe of payments. Okay, so um, that's really helpful in terms of, of giving us some context there. So then what are the main findings from this year's paper? So one of the main uh, findings of this white paper is, uh, first of all, the specific vision of open banking at a regulatory level in Europe. Uh, whereas, as you know, uh, open banking is a reality in different parts of the world, like, for instance, in the United States, in Brazil, or even in Australia. In Europe, it is linked with regulation and more specifically with PSD2. Nevertheless, uh, the application of open banking in Europe is not limited to this text. Payments actors have to integrate also other legislations like, for instance, GDPR or even AML to analyze all the implications of this new deal and to develop a real strategy in the field of uh, open banking. This is the first key idea of this white paper. Other key uh, finding, uh, a paradox, uh, what uh, we call a paradox, is the reality of uh, Europe of payments. Uh, it's a paradox between a goal of uh, open banking as a structural element of Europe of payments with a, a real pan-European vision and strategy uh, linked with uh, regulation, and uh, in the other end, uh, diverse uh, strategies in the field of open banking across the different European countries. 
In this white paper, we have uh, realized several focus on different countries. So first of all, some proactive European countries in the field of open banking, like for instance, Sweden, or even your country, uh, the United Kingdom, which is very uh, well positioned in the field of open banking in comparison with other uh, European uh, uh, states. Uh, other kind of countries in Europe, uh, the countries that see open banking as a real opportunity for the development of payments and uh, innovative financial services, like, for instance, Luxembourg, with uh, the very interesting uh, initiative LuxHub, or even Spain, uh, where, as you know, uh, banking actors have been very early, uh, very proactive in the field of open banking with, uh, for instance, the launch of APIs, and uh, also Germany with uh, the very well-known uh, actor Berlin Group, or even another very uh, proactive uh, co uh, country in the field of open banking, Portugal, with uh, the position of the well-known uh, uh, payments actor SIPS, that launched its own API a few years ago. Uh, the last uh, category of uh, countries in Europe uh, is the category of countries that have a more progressive approach in the field of open banking. It is uh, the case for France, for instance, where the topic uh, has uh, above all been seen as a regulatory topic, but is now more and more treated like a real strategic one or even Eastern Europe, since uh, in this region specifically, uh, there is a difference uh, in terms of maturity about uh, all these uh, topics of uh, innovative finance. Other key finding of this white paper is also uh, the necessity to consider open banking not just as a main evolution uh, in a B2C context for consumers, but also in a B2B one uh, with many opportunities above all for corporate treasurers in the context of digitalization. And finally, I will end my answer with another key issue that we analyzed in this white paper. So it is the topic of open banking, not just as a new deal uh, for European payments market, but uh, also as a step towards another great issue, the issue of open finance. So as you know, in this field, we have a, a real strategy uh, linked with uh, the position of a European Commission with uh, the plan Open Finance 2024. So so we analyzed the vision of uh, several actors about this topic of open finance and above all the works that remain to do to uh, apply this, uh, this real uh, uh, important uh, paradigm in Europe. Really interesting findings there from, from the paper. Uh, thanks for, for sort of picking out some of the key ones. So um, what's interesting, I think, and, and you picked up there is, is that obviously Europe took a kind of regulatory-led approach to open banking. We had, you know, PSD2. Um, uh, they took that over, over you know, a market-driven one. So um, I was wondering, were you surprised or are you surprised by just how varied European countries are in the way that they've adopted open banking? 
No, no. <laughs> it's not a surprise. I think that the diverse strategies in the field of uh, open banking in Europe are not a surprise when we know the specificities of uh, European payments market. I will, I will explain that. Uh, in fact, despite a real strategy of harmonization created not just by, by European institutions, but also and more and more by payments actors with, uh, for instance, a common regulation that we know, PSD2, uh, users and habits in the field of payments in Europe are very national. Uh, I can give some examples about uh, this idea. For instance, the Netherlands, where, as you know, uh, people like to pay with uh, SCT. Uh, Germany, where people like to pay in cash. Or even the example of France with the huge success of uh, payments cards. So this diverse uh, framework uh, is, a, is a complexity. Uh, for uh, for the the definition of a real vision and strategy in the field of payments at a pan-European level. And this reality has already been observed in uh, different steps of the uh, evolution of uh, European payments market. I think, for instance, uh, about uh, the issue of instant payments. As you know, uh, European institutions created a real pan-European common means of payments in Europe, but uh, in the diverse countries, uh, we observed uh, uh, different uh, stat strategies, different timings for the launch of these means of payment and different business models. Uh, it is important also to add uh, another key issue uh, linked with the European uh, payments market to explain this situation uh, where um, habits and users remain very national. It is a difference in the vision of uh, the topic of Europe of payments. As you know, here in Europe, some countries are very proactive and pro-European. It is, for instance, the case of Germany, Benelux, or even France, uh, that place uh, Europe of payments at the heart of the national strategy in the field of payments. It is also the countries that have launched last year the EPI project, European Payments Initiative, so very linked with uh, the Europeanization of payments market, whereas other countries in Europe are more uh, linked with an international vision. It is, uh, for instance, the case of uh, Spain and Portugal, where Europe is one of the strong issues, of course, but not the only one, since these countries observe also Latin America or even Africa, uh, for the case of Portugal, as also strong, uh, uh, strong aspects for the development of uh, means of payments. I can give uh, illustrations, for instance, of uh, SIP's recent strategies in uh, some uh, African countries, like, uh, uh, for example, uh, Santo this, uh, this last month. And the other key um, category of uh, European countries are countries that are more linked and engaged in the development of their payments market at a national level before considering cross-border uh, issues. It is, for instance, the case of Italy or then uh, Eastern Europe. Okay, really interesting to hear about that split within Europe um, and and to get a, a better picture there of of how um, countries are kind of approaching open banking and and where they're taking their kind of inspiration from. Um, I was wondering, you know, um, how just going back to your to your white paper, how would you like the industry to use that? You know, the findings and conclusions that you've come to um, to shape the framework for open finance, which is obviously what comes next, um, as you alluded to. 
Yes, of course. So this white paper has been created as a tool of knowledge and information for the French and European payments market. So first of all, it has been sent to some key personalities of our market at a French and European level, like, for instance, uh, some regulators, uh, the European institutions like uh, European Commission. And it is uh, also uh, available in our website, in a Partelia consulting website, and can be downloaded uh, in our website for those who are working or who are thinking about uh, this uh, very interesting topic. Uh, other uh, key uh, element of this uh, strategy, uh, the white paper has uh, also been presented in some huge organizations like, uh, for instance, the French Association du Paiement in July. And uh, some key findings of this white paper will be presented in several events at a European level, like, for instance, PSD2 and Customer Authentication Summit in uh, September, uh, or even uh, next year in uh, MPE merchant payments ecosystem. So our goal here in Partelia is to provide a real support uh, in the works of the industry about the future of Europe of payments and also to uh, be a kind of influencer and leader in all these uh, uh, strategies about uh, means of payments. Um, and I want to um, ask you a bit more about France, actually. You, you mentioned when you spoke about France earlier, it's sort of quite progressive in its approach to open banking implementation. So can you tell us a bit more about where the country is on its open banking journey? Yes, of course. So uh, uh, French payments market is a very interesting uh, market, as you know. Uh, and the specificity of France uh, about this topic of open banking is that the French payments market has first uh, seen uh, open banking as a regulatory and compliance topic with some uh, challenges linked with security, because uh, France, as you know, has a strong tradition of uh, security and confidence in the field of payments, uh, very well represented by the strong actor uh, Groupement des Cartes Bancaires, GECB. Uh, but we have seen uh, in the last month uh, a real evolution uh, in, the, in the strategy and the vision about open banking with a more and more uh, opportunist um, vision uh, about this, uh, this concept. So the main banks in France have developed a real opportunist vision about open banking and uh, one of the specificities also of this uh, French payments market is the interest of demand actors about this topic. So what I call demand actors, it's uh, for instance retailers or even corporate treasurers. So these actors are very, very interested in open banking. They want information, they they want to analyze also the opportunities of open banking for uh, their uh, operational activities. So it is very interesting to work also with them uh, about these topics and not just with the banks and fintechs. Uh, so uh, I can say that nowadays open banking is worked in France, not only at a B2C level, but also at a B2B level. And we expect here in France very interesting initiatives in the field of b to be uh, about this topic. So this reality uh, has also a strong impact in the organization of payments markets. So it reinforces the necessity to foster a real collaborative strategy and work in the field of payments where uh, these demand actors, so retailers, corporates and uh, consumer representatives have a strong place uh, and a strong role to play.
And what are the hurdles um, or the challenges that are, that are specific to France and how are they sort of overcoming those? Yes, uh, so the challenges for French payments market are linked, uh, first of all, with security. Uh, security is a strong concept, as I already mentioned here in France. So uh, actors are very engaged in the necessity to give a real secure uh, organization to open banking. It is the first key challenge. And the second one, I think, is the information and communication towards the other actors of the market, like, for instance, uh, consumers. Uh, end users and also uh, corporate and retailers that uh, want to have more information about uh, this new way to do finance. So I think uh, uh, these two key points, uh, first of all, security, and uh, in the other hand, the, the challenge of information and communication are very important. And another one uh, may be uh, the challenge of competition, since uh, we know uh, um, today that uh, fintechs and new actors of economy are uh, uh, seen as a, a real uh, a partner of uh, financial entities. So uh, it is uh, important to uh, have in mind this uh, collaborative uh, way to work and to, uh, to, to, to have a balance between a competition, between uh, historic uh, actors and new actors and the collaborative way to, uh, to organize the market. Well, that's great to hear. And um, it sounds like collaboration is, is key. Um, We've talked, obviously, a lot about um, specific countries within Europe and, and uh, how they are approaching open banking. So you've really painted um, quite a detailed picture there of, of where Europe is on its open banking journey, which is great. And I wanted to come on, though, to find out more about um, your business. So can you explain what work uh, Partelia Consulting does in the payment space? Yes, of course. Uh, Partelia Consulting is a French consulting company specialized in payments. So as a result, we work with banks, retailers, schemes and other key actors about the main technical and strategic evolutions of our market. So it is also important to uh, say that we have a risk and compliance business unit to address specifically the regulatory challenge and also the questions linked with risks and security. And the business unit that I manage, uh, studies, prospective and training, focuses on knowledge topics. So the idea is to provide content like white papers, anal analysis, uh, opinion papers in a collaboration with uh, some uh, huge uh, newspapers like, for instance, the papers or the French ones like uh, Finance Mag uh, to uh, give information and knowledge to uh, the market at the French and the European level. Uh, I also organize some trainings and conferences about the main issues of uh, payments markets, also at a French and European level. And uh, as an actor of the market, uh, we are also a regular speaker in uh, several uh, international events uh, in France, Europe and Africa. I can give uh, some examples. We will be, uh, for instance, in the French uh, event Paris Retail Week in September. We will also participate in uh, African uh, Pay ID Expo in Morocco in uh, December. And I will also uh, be in Lisbon for a web summit in uh, November. So. Uh, we, uh, we participate in these events to share uh, our vision about uh, the evolution of uh, payments uh, in Europe and uh, in the world. Well, it sounds like you have a busy few months coming up. And um, 
I know you've spoken quite a bit there about security being sort of one of the the risks. So I wanted to find out, you know, more generally then, what, what payments challenges does Europe still need to sort of face up to and overcome? Yes, um, Europe of payments uh, is confronted today with many interesting evolutions, I think. So first of all, I will start with the regulations. So uh, there are many regulatory challenges with the necessity more and more to manage different texts. PSD2, but uh, not just this huge regulation. Uh, payment sectors have also to integrate GDPR or even AML and more and more overcoming texts that uh, will be very important for our market. I think, uh, for instance, about the future legislation in the field of artificial intelligence that will have a strong impact in the evolution of payments area. Uh, other key challenge of uh, Europe of payments is the evolution of users, I think, uh, created and defined by European institutions that want to promote electronic means of payments and to develop instant payments as the new normal, as they say, uh, according to a European retail payment strategy that have been presented by the European Commission last year. Uh, but I think that uh, this goal uh, to promote uh, electronic means of payments and to uh, develop instant payments has also to be considered uh, in relation with uh, the users of uh, Europeans uh, and above all the users of young generations uh, that we call millennials and with also the evolution of society. And uh, you know that uh, in this area, uh, we have been confronted with huge uh, issues linked with the COVID uh, crisis. So it is important to have in, in mind not just uh, the purely technical and strategic uh, uh, issue of payments, but also to think payments in relation with the evolution of society. Uh, and then uh, other key issue and key challenge for Europe of payments is, I think, the geopolitical uh, challenge. It is very and more and more important uh, in Europe. One of the main goals of uh, the Europe of payments is to work about the independence uh, of Europe in the field of payments and more generally in the field of digital, considering uh, not just the growing competition of uh, internet giants like Facebook or even Google, but also the importance of uh, payments area for uh, the European economy. So I think it is a, a strong idea here in, uh, in Europe. And uh, we expect uh, the very uh, interesting initiatives uh, and um, actions in the field uh, in the few years. Well, that's, that's great to hear. And um, thank you so much for joining me as a guest on the podcast today. Just uh, for anyone that wants to read your white paper, where can they find it? Uh, it is available in the website uh, Partelia Consulting. So uh, uh, you can find uh, the white paper in, uh, in our website. Uh, it can be downloaded just uh, um, through this, uh, this website. Great. Well, thanks again for joining me, Andrea. Thank you, Ellie. It was a pleasure. Thanks to Andrea, of course. And thanks to you for listening. For more episodes of Open Banking Expo Unplugged, visit the on-demand section of openbankingexpo.com.